Texas High School Sports Roundup with P.J. Zuko and Kevin Price on ESPN Radio. Interviews, insight, and analysis, recapping Friday night's games, and a look forward to next week's key matchups. Now, here's your hosts, P.J. Zuko and Kevin Price. And good evening, good morning, excuse me, high school football fans. Welcome to the High School Sports Roundup here on ESPN Radio Coastal Georgia. PJ Zuko here with you this morning. Kevin Price uh, has the morning off, but what a huge night it was last night for Coastal Georgia area teams uh, in the second round of the GHSA playoffs. Is it's all GHSA uh, from here on out as the Giza has finished up uh, their their last week. So uh, looking forward to seeing how all these teams move on and had some teams move on from last night as well. Sadly, had some teams fall there in the second round of the playoffs, but fantastic seasons by all of these Coastal Georgia teams. And uh, let's go through last night, see how it all went uh, for these high school football teams around the area. First of all, Glen Academy and Glen County Stadium took on Heritage, hosted Heritage out of Conyers. And as long as Glen Academy keeps on winning, they'll keep hosting high school uh, playoff games. And we'll talk about that here in a second. But Glen Academy gets the big W there over Heritage out of Conyers in the tight football game. Really came down to the last minute. But, of course, that defense holds strong as it normally does for Glen Academy. The Red Terrors get the victory 34-26. Peach County defeats Pierce County and knocks them out of the playoffs in a 34-14 win for Peach County. But the end of the day that that final score not indicative of how close the game was pierce county really stayed in it for for most of the game peach county pulled away late but we'll talk about that here in a second as well a heartbreaker for for ware county no no other way to put it as a stockbridge beats the gators of ware county 10 to 7 last night we'll get more into that one here as well jones county defeats wayne county and knocks them out of the playoffs the yellow jackets after a just a great season, 9-2 and two on the year. But Jones County, the Hounds, win that one 26-21. Charlton County keeps their season rolling and does exactly that last night. Just absolutely rolls 45-14 to 14 over Commerce. Commerce, a football team that uh, had that first round bye, was coming off of the bye week and, and had home field advantage as well in that single-A private school classification. Not anymore as Charlton County goes on the road, continues their uh, just fantastic season with a big 45-14 victory on the road over Commerce. Uh, some other teams from around the area that um, uh, other Coastal Georgia teams have seen so far this year, so um, uh, want it, there, there will be some familiarity here. Liberty County wins their game over Westside, making 21 to nothing. So uh, Liberty County moves on into the quarterfinals. Of course, Liberty County won that region uh, with, with Pierce County and Appling County. They're the last surviving team from that region, the region champions, Liberty County, with a 21 to nothing win over Westside, making. Jenkins, who you've heard a lot of from around the area uh, before, had some Coastal Georgia teams that that have played uh, Jenkins out of Savannah, took on Cook, uh, another familiar foe here from around the area. And what a exciting, interesting game this was. Uh, Cook goes up to Savannah to take on Jenkins and falls in this one 35-34. Jenkins gets the W after uh, Cook scores to to tie it up, presumably. Uh, that, that, what you would think uh, with 40 seconds left, but instead they go for two. 
I guess on the road, uh, go for two, go for the win. If you're at home, you play for overtime. Cook goes for two. They don't get it. Jenkins holds strong and uh, wins that one by one point, 35 to 34. And Screven County defeats Toombs County uh, 34 to 20 in a big uh, coastal Georgia matchup. or well, southeast Georgia matchup there, I should say, in the second round of the playoffs. So Screven County keeps their fantastic season alive with a 34 to 20 victory over Toombs County. But uh, th- those are some other scores here from around the coastal Georgia in southeast Georgia area, southeast Georgia football, just just getting it done this year, absolutely, as as they do most years as well. But it all started off with Glen Academy last night in Glen County Stadium defending the home turf against Heritage Conyers. And what a fun game this was. I mean, neck and neck pretty much the whole way through. Glen Academy is able to stretch out that lead there in the second half with some aggressive play calling, um, uh, some some fun play calling there by Rocky Hidalgo. And you can, you can always count on that. It's, we'll talk to him later in the show. Uh, but always aggressive and not afraid to be aggressive uh, either, especially in big games. And uh, that that's how you have to be. You have to go out and get it. You have to go out and, and take victories. And that's what they did. Glenn Academy really held strong um, with, with a good passing attack. Uh, there by Heritage Conyers, that defense held strong on the back end. Uh, F- Caleb Pruitt, the quarterback there uh, for Heritage Conyers, goes 15 for 32 with 218 yards. One of those being on a 98-yard, that's right, 98-yard touchdown pass uh, that he was able to complete. So most of those yards kind of coming on one play. So that D- uh, Glen Academy secondary uh, plays really well. I'm sure we'll hear about that that play call and that big play later in the show as well. Glen Academy only throws two passes. One of those, a running back pass from Kane Cruz to uh, Quantavius Bostic in the third quarter for a touchdown. It goes 80 yards or 79 yards, excuse me, for a touchdown uh, from Kane Cruz. So uh, Kane Cruz getting it done there through the air. Randon Jernigan was able to do it, of course, once again on the ground with uh, over 100 yards uh, rushing and two touchdown uh, Two touchdowns. Kane Cruz has 133 yards there on the ground also. But it, it all started off with a Randon Jernigan touchdown run there, a 40-yard drive short field there for the Glen Academy Red Terrors, and they go up 7 to nothing. Heritage comes back with a drive of their own, 12 plays, 89 yards uh, for the touchdown. So it's all tied up at 7 to 7. The ensuing kickoff is returned by Glen Academy 56 yards in the Heritage territory and Randon Jernigan once again caps off uh, that touchdown drive uh, with a big run puts Glen Academy up 14 to 7. Sadly on the next Glen Academy drive it ends up uh, going, uh, not, not being able to convert there on third down so on fourth down they go to punt but a bad snap on the punt so Heritage recovers in the end zone there and ties it up at 14. So uh, at the end of the day, some good plays on special teams, some bad plays on special teams. That was one of the bad ones as uh, Heritage recovers in the end zone, uh, 14 to 14 there. So it goes into halftime all at 14. Opening drive of the second half, Glen Academy able to open up the third quarter really well with a four-play touchdown drive to open the second half. Nolan Grant uh, back in the end zone with a big touchdown run, 21-14 there, Glen Academy over Heritage. And then, of course, that 98-yard crazy touchdown pass uh, by Heritage, but they're not able to convert uh, the, the point after attempt. So Glen Academy still leading that one, 21-20. That cruise pass following that. So two big plays right back-to-back. Uh, Glen Academy... Glen, Excuse me, Glen Academy able to answer that big 98-yard touchdown pass with the halfback pass from Kane Cruz to put Glen Academy up 28-20. to 20. A big field goal 
field goal kicking was huge in this one. As a former uh, field goal kicker myself, I'm definitely going to bring that up for sure. Uh, Jack Podlesny with a couple big field goals there late in the game. One puts Glen Academy up 31-20. to 20. Uh, Following that, Heritage comes back with a touchdown pass of their own but fails on the two-point conversion to try and bring it within three. That Glen Academy defense holds strong, and that's something we're, we're used to saying and used to hearing about. Following that, Glen Academy drives down once again, gets in field goal range. Uh, Jack Podlesny once again with a big field goal to put Glen Academy up by eight points. If that didn't seal it, you know, he's still within one possession, so defense got has to come up big. Who else are you going to look forward to uh, making a big play on the defense other than Hunter Hall? Uh, Rainin Jernigan, Hunter Hall kind of attached at the hip with big plays for Glen Academy and important plays for, for Glen Academy on the offense and defense, respectively. Hunter Hall with an interception to seal the football game there with 145 left for uh, Glen Academy. So they'll move on. Their next opponent, I'm sure you've heard of them before, and I'm sure you've heard of uh, the, the guy they're going to be taking on before, especially if you're a Georgia Bulldog fan, Justin Fields. The Justin Fields-led uh, Harrison football team coming to Glen Academy as – a universal GHSA coin flip was taken uh, there yesterday, and uh, very interesting how it worked out. Heads was the top of each bracket, tails was the bottom of each bracket, and whoever won obviously got to got to home got to have home field advantage for the rest of the playoffs. So Glen Academy is on the bottom right quadrant, and and completely down there on on the bottom right. So as long as they keep winning, if it's Obviously, if it's a 1-2 matchup, of course, they'll get the home field advantage. But even if it's a 1-1 matchup like we have with Glen Academy and Harrison, Glen Academy gets the home field advantage. So if GA keeps on winning, they'll keep on having home games all the way up until the state championship. So a beneficiary there of that universal coin flip are the Red Terrors. Also want to throw in here, uh, have have a loaded show with a bunch of guests and can't wait to get to them. But as I mentioned, Pierce County, Pierce Pierce County, Peach County was a, a tight game, to be honest with you. Peach County uh, got up 7 to nothing, then they got up 17-7, to but Pierce County was able to keep pulling in, uh, to, pulling it back into one possession, a one-possession game, but was never ever really to, able to take the lead and take that next step and be able to tie it up or take the lead, sadly. So Pierce County, that Peach County game, very tight, and, and Pierce County in a quote-unquote rebuilding year with Jason Strickland coming in as the new head coach and a young football team as well, to be able to get to the second round of the playoffs, have a winning record in region play, and get better as the season goes on with a freshman quarterback, I think that's good signs. All of those are good signs for, for Pierce County and being able to uh, hold a, a high-powered Peach County offense to 34 points and really most of those coming late in that ball game. Good signs for Pierce County as they look forward to the offseason. And I am a big believer in building momentum into the offseason and having that carry over. Also, Ware County Falls last night, sadly, another Southeast Georgia team that won't be playing next week. And played against the heavily favored Stockbridge uh, football team. They went up to Stockbridge there last night and held a 7 to nothing lead pretty much all the way through the game into the fourth quarter. Uh, Frederica Academy fans, I'm sorry if, if, if you're listening, but it was a very... Frederica Academy Valwood-esque type of game where where County is able to hold that seven to nothing lead into the fourth quarter. Stockbridge ties it up at seven and then just in a flurry of of events, Stockbridge kicks a field goal and is up ten to seven and Ware County not able to respond. They get the victory there. Kind of the same thing with Wayne County after a fantastic year with a first year coach. 
Ken Cribb uh, leading the, the Wayne County uh, Yellow Jackets. Wayne County up 14-6 to most of the game into the second half, and Jones uh, County able to put up 20 straight points. They get up 26-14. to Wayne County tries to make that comeback, pulls it within 26-21. to Onside kick goes to Jones County, and, and that's all she wrote. So a fantastic, great seasons, I think, by Ware County, Wayne County, and Pierce County, all transitioning into uh, different systems and things like that, able to all get to the second round of the playoffs. And for, for if you're Wayne County, also able to go undefeated in region play, win that region championship, and go 9-2. and two. I think all of these teams have a lot to look forward to as they look for the next two, three, four years with their football programs. And, of course, Charlton County, with that huge win, uh, they stay alive 45-14 to 14 over Commerce last night. But as I mentioned, huge show, a lot of guests, uh, packed show here, and can't wait to get to all of them. When we come back, we'll chat with Sean Smoke, a, a good friend here of the program from In The Game magazine. He'll talk to us about that Ware County uh, loss there last night, uh, falling to Stockbridge. Not only that, but also Wayne County and Pierce County. Uh, their seasons come to an end as well. That's when we come back here on the High School Sports Roundup on ESPN Radio Coastal Georgia, the ESPN app, and ESPNCoastal.com. And then a walker Jones. Style, engineering, performance, and a new standard in American luxury. We're talking about Buick. Experience the completely redesigned Enclave. Beautiful and smart and built to Buick's exacting standards. The interior is nothing short of a work of art. And the exterior turns heads a block away. It's a defining moment for Buick SUVs. Or choose up to 20% off on all new 2017 Buick LaCrosse or Buick Encores in stock. Plus incredible 2017 closeout pricing on Regal, Verano, and more. Experience the new Buick at Walker Jones Buick. Memorial Drive in Waycross and online at walkerjones.com. Walker Jones Buick, home of the lifetime warranty. With approved credit plus dealer processing fee, restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Get the best deal from Walker Jones. It's a warm greeting, an understanding smile, a familiar handshake, a team of experts you know and trust. It's the United Experience, and it can only be found at United Community Bank. From routine transactions to ambitious business ventures, we treat your goals as if they were our own. Stop by United Community Bank today and see why our award-winning customer service is one of the best in the nation. United Community Bank, the bank that's service-built. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Goodbye, plain. Hello, plain. Awesome. Sparkling Ice is a fizzy, flavorful, and not bland beverage. Bold, bodacious sparkling waters with more than 20 natural fruit flavors, including new grape raspberry, plus teas, essence, lemonades, and more. Packed with stuff you want, like B vitamins and antioxidants, but with zero calories. Sparkling Ice is guaranteed to put a sparkle in your step. It's effervescent and full of flavor. Just like you, drink not bland, be not bland, sparkling ice. The 2017 Chevy Closeout Sale is happening now at Dan Baden Brunswick. Drive home a new 2017 Chevy Silverado with up to 10000 in total savings. Only 25 left in inventory. Don't wait. Get up to ten grand off on 2017 Silverados at Dan Baden Brunswick. <laughs> the 2017s are going fast. Find new roads at danbadenbrunswick.com or in our showroom off the Altama Connector. Silverado MSRP 47630 stock number HG437909 with free credit plus tax and title offer ends 113017. 
At Satilla Animal Hospital, we're all about compassionate care. After all, we're your other family doctor, offering a wide range of professional services from surgery and digital radiography to internal medicine, right on down to boarding and grooming. There's even an online pharmacy. Why, we even make sure you get a free belly rub with every exam. Well, that is to say, your pets do. Stop by 511 South City Boulevard in Waycross or online at SatillaAnimalHospital.com. Satilla Animal Hospital, most compassionate care anywhere. Are you getting the most out of your heating and air conditioning? If not, your hard-earned money could disappear into thin air. Bucking Heating and Air Conditioning provides you with sales service, installation, and repair on any residential or commercial job. When you are surprised with major repair or replacement, Bucking relieves your stress with in-house financing through Mycroft. From maintenance to total replacement, Bucking works for you. Bucking Heating and Air, family-run since 1992. Licensed carrier dealer. Call 289-2117. The 2017 Chevy Closeout is on at Neesmith Chevrolet. And they're going fast with special closeout pricing on the most popular Chevy cars, trucks, and crossovers. Names like Silverado, Equinox, Cruise, Malibu, Fuse, and more. We're talking the best deals of the year on Chevy's hottest rides. So go see Lee and find new roads at Neesmith Chevrolet. 1910 East Cherry Street, Jessup, Georgia. Some restrictions apply, plus dealer processing fees. See dealer for details. Back to P.J. Zuko and Kevin Price, the High School Sports Roundup on ESPN Radio. And what is up? P.J. Zuko back in here with you on the High School Sports Roundup. Kevin Price uh, have having the morning off. Looking forward to hopefully hearing back from him next week. But uh, let's go through the roundup before we get to our next guest. Heritage falls to Glen Academy in Glen County Stadium, 34-26. to Peach County over Pierce County, uh, 34-14. to Stockbridge over Ware County, 10-7. to Jones County defeats Wayne County, 26-21. to Charlton County, huge win over Commerce, 45-14. to Liberty County over Westside Macon, 21-0. Jenkins defeats Cook, 35-34. to And Screven County over Toombs County, 34-20 to to keep their season alive. But um, some some big scores there from the Waycross, Blackshear, Wayne County area. Sadly, all of those teams falling uh, with, with Pierce County falling, Wayne County falling in a close one, and Wayne County, uh, Ware County and Wayne County as well. And uh, on to talk with us especially about that Ware County football game as he was up there in Stockbridge last night. Sean Smoke from In the Game magazine. Sean, g- good to hear from you once again, first of all, and I'm happy to have you on this morning. Hey, PJ, buddy. Appreciate you having me. Yep, so a little, little sad today being a graduate of Ware County as the Gators fall last night, ten to seven to uh, uh, to Stockbridge. But uh, what a great football game, PJ, ten to seven, and Gators led for a long time in that game, but uh, just come up a little bit short there in the end. Right, and and like you said, I mean. <sighs> What what a what a night! Able to go on the road, um, uh, you know. I don't think we we all look heavily into these kind of things, but Stockbridge, very much a, the favored opponent there in, in this ball game, and Ware County goes on the road, able to stay in it all night, have a seven nothing lead going late into the game, going into the fourth quarter as well, and Stockbridge just. You know, able to put to get, put it together um, and and storm back and take that ten to seven lead and ultimately get the win there uh, in the second half. Yeah, the Gators knew they were up against a tough team. Uh, the team I think was ranked third or fourth in the state in five A. Uh, you know, went into the game a twenty, I think, was a twenty-three point underdog according to the you know, the pundits of uh, you know of, of high school football here in Northeast Georgia. You know, saw this team uh, Pete Daddy was scoring in the forties. I think they were averaging like 42, 43 points a game, and the Gators defense 
did an outstanding job, you know, holding them to 10 points last night, giving themselves a, you know, an opportunity to win the game. And, and like you said, they really controlled the game most of the night until late there in the, in the, you know, in the fourth quarter when, uh, you know, Stockbridge was able to get those 10 points. But uh, uh, you could tell the, the ball control offense of Stockbridge really wore our defense. I uh, look like, you know, we were kind of, you know, a little bit, little bit tired there toward the end. And because I think, P.J., if I'm not mistaken, in that game, I think the offense ran five plays in the third quarter. And the hill maybe four plays. They were telling me that it was just four plays uh, in the third quarter. Uh, and that's what that triple option can do for you. If anybody watches Georgia Tech, they see Paul Johnson in the, in the Yellow Jackets. They just burn clock and just pound you and pound you. And that's exactly what Stockbridge was able to do in that third quarter, uh, taking in the open kickoff driving all the way down to the Gators' two-yard line where the Gators came up with an outstanding, you know, uh, goal line stand there from the two. I think Stockbridge had four shots uh, from inside the five-yard line and could not get the ball in the end zone. Uh, so couldn't be prouder of the Gators' defense and the way they played. And like I said, the offense had their opportunities. Uh, I think we left a couple of, uh, a couple of touchdown, touchdown opportunities on the board. We just, just, just couldn't make it happen. But uh, uh, Gators scoring in the first half on a beautiful, beautiful screenplay from uh, Aiton called to Jeremiah O'Hara. Aiton took over quarterback and position uh, after the uh, um, after the Wayne County game. It was almost like a reversal of roles because Jeremiah had been playing quarterback. Aiton had been receiver. They just switched positions and really caught a spark uh, for the Gators offense. Was able to put up uh, some big numbers uh, last week in the first round. I think O'Hara had three touchdowns. One of them was called back due to a holding call, and then uh, last night with a with a big. Uh, I think it was an eighty-plus yards, you know, touchdown screen pass play. So. Uh, like I said, Gators fall valiantly, just come up a little bit short there against a very, very tough uh, Stockbridge team. Yeah, for sure. And what, what a switch there, like you alluded to there uh, late in the season, to be able to get that spark on offense. Sean Smoke of In the Game Magazine joining us here on the High School Sports Roundup as uh, he was there uh, at Stockbridge as Ware County falls in a, in a tough, close one, 10-7 uh, to 7 there late. And, and Sean, as you alluded to there with, with their offense as well, it's, it's hard to, for a defense to be on the field uh, for that long, especially just in, in one half being on the field uh, for, for basically that whole second half. You know, I know it's not 100-degree weather and temperature like we're used to in August and September it's a little bit colder out there but still tough for any defense to be on the field for that long and not not going to blame it specifically on this obviously uh, each team had to go out there and make plays but when some calls go against you as well for for a defense and for an offense and and it gets Stockbridge back the ball for for even longer that that, that that's something that, that puts it even even more pressure there on that defense you're exactly right, PJ. And calls, you know, calls are going to go both ways all night long. What really hurts a football team is when it's in a specific situation. Uh, you've got a third down situation. You put them in a fourth down situation. You think you stop them. You ask for a measurement. You don't get it. Uh, still, I'm not real sure how that even happens in a state playoff game uh, when a ball is that close that you can't get a measurement from the referee. Uh, you know, when, when they catch a first down that clearly the ball bounces and they give you a first down. I mean, it's those type of big, huge plays at that, those right moments when right. you thought you were going to get off the field as far as the defense goes and put your offense back out there with an opportunity, and it just, uh, it just didn't, didn't happen that way. But I like to call flip, you know, with both plays all night long. Uh, definitely not hanging that long on, you know, on the rest, but it, it is tough in high school football to win on the road. My, my old adage is if you're not two touchdowns better than the team you're playing, you're probably in trouble because at some point in that game, you're going to get a call that may, may cost you an opportunity uh, to make a touchdown or may cost you, you know, an opportunity to stop a touchdown. So 
Uh, but, uh, again, really, really proud of the Gators, uh, the way they played. Uh, we started the night feet day with, I think, six teams uh, in the playoff, uh, or seven teams still, still playing from our region. Right. Uh, we started off with 13 or in our coverage area and wound up with three still playing with Charlton, Liberty, and, of course, Glenn uh, there in, uh, in Brunswick, still on the field, still with an opportunity to practice football during the week of Thanksgiving. Anytime you get the opportunity to practice football during the week of Thanksgiving and high school football, you had a really, really good year. So uh, congratulations to all three of those teams and look forward to following those guys as they make that uh, run toward Mercedes-Benz. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about that. Like you said, uh, Charlton County, big win last night uh, there. Liberty County really controlling their football game, and Glen Academy able to get out of Glen County Stadium with with a one-score uh, win there over Heritage Conyers with that 34-26 to win. So big wins there. And, and Sean, I know that, that these teams didn't win their football games last night. They all fell, but I think – all very good stories for this year and all have a, a, a lot to look forward to going into next year. Not going to ask you to break down every single situation or anything like that, but I'm at Ware County with, with new schemes on both sides of the football, have a tough opening to, to the non-region schedule with a lot of really good football teams. They respond late, respond in region play and, and make this deep run and almost get the win over Stockbridge. You have Pierce in a rebuild, rebuilding year with a freshman quarterback and some really young guys with a new head coach. They make it to the second round of the playoffs as well and have a home playoff game in which they, they win there in the first round. And Wayne County with first-year head coach Ken Cribb there for the Yellow Jackets goes 9-2 and two and wins the region going undefeated in region play and gets to the second round as well. And, you know, for all intents and purposes, had that game in control until late. So those three stories, even though they all fell last night by, you know, almost one score there, there with Peach County pulling away late over Pierce County, uh, I feel like they have a lot to look forward to, and I feel like they had a really, really good football season here in 2017. Yeah, PJ, and, and in the game magazine in Southeast Georgia, we covered 19 schools. Last year we had nine new head coaches, and you just about can point <laughs> to every one of them, PJ, that had an outstanding season. Uh, you know, some of the things that, that, that you mentioned there, Ken Cribb's done an excellent job coming over from South Carolina. Uh, big shout-out to him at Bradway Institute, who didn't, didn't make the playoffs. But here's a team that was 3-30 and 30 in the last three years uh, to have a winning season this year. Uh, Coach uh, Ross Couch was able to put six wins on the board for Bradwell this year. Uh, you know, just really, really good job. Uh, John Lindsay over at Appa County, able to get those guys in the playoffs. So all over Southeast Georgia, high school football is really, really strong right now. Uh, got some really good coaches in place, and uh, it's going to be a, a bright future for everybody. I think the Gators will bounce back next year with, with a strong season. Uh, Ken Cribb, uh, you know, had he had his starting quarterback last night, I would have bet the house that they win that game against Jones County. Uh, but uh, you know, when you got when you get a kid injured, his next man up, and it just fell just a little bit short. But what an outstanding job he's done with that, you know, with that program over there. Sean Pender taking over at Brunswick putting them in the playoffs, you know, one of those situations where he was, uh, you know, one game away from, you know, winning that region over there. And just a heartbreaking loss last week to uh, uh, to Northside Warner Robins. Uh, but uh, like I said, the, the state of high school football, especially in southeast Georgia and in the game's coverage area, is in really, really good hands right now. 
And uh, it's hard to believe that it's almost over. But, P.J., we'll blink our eyes and we'll be right back here uh, in August at uh, Media Days uh, talking, or July at Media Days talking about, uh, you know, the upcoming 2018 season. No, you're exactly right. And we think of it as cliche and just a saying, but you're, you're exactly right, and that is very true. It'll be over before you know it, but it'll be, it'll be back to it before you know it as well. And couldn't agree more that the state of high school football here in coastal Georgia is in a great place and uh, going to be even better moving forward. Sean Smoke of In The Game Magazine, our guest here on the High School Sports Roundup. Uh, Sean, once again, really appreciate it, man. And uh, thanks for everything you do and being a good friend of the program. And uh, we'll be talking to you again soon, okay? All right, PJ. Appreciate you having me, buddy. Y'all have a great weekend. Uh, me and my son Evan were up here at uh, uh, fixing to be in Athens. Uh, Going to root the dogs on after that tough loss last week, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll be uh, we'll be talking about those three guys that are still playing, uh, Charlton Liberty uh, and Glen Academy here in the next couple weeks. And uh, who knows? Maybe we'll have a couple of those guys uh, make it all the way to Mercedes Benz. Yeah, no doubt about it. They they certainly have a chance. And and like you said, hey, that should be a fun one up there tonight uh, between the hedges with Georgia and Kentucky and that, that that bulldog team with everything still in front of them as well. Exactly, everything's in front of them. All you got to do is win, baby. Just like uh, Oh Al Davis used to say, just win, baby, and and everything <laughs> will work out great for our Georgia Bulldogs. So. That's that should be a fun one. Yeah, that's exactly right. We'll see how that goes later. But, uh, Sean, have a good day, man. Be safe uh, on the roads and whatnot. We'll talk to you again soon, okay? Thanks a lot, PJ. I appreciate it. Sean Smoke of In The Game Magazine, our guest here on the High School Sports Roundup. And, you know, he's exactly right. He's exactly not only about Georgia. Yeah, still got everything in front of you. All you got to do is win. But on the high school football level, he's exactly right. And, and you know, kind of echoed what I've been trying to say this morning. We might have had some teams fall there last night, but the state of high school football is in a fantastic place with Pierce County having the season that they had with a, a freshman quarterback and some young guys and a new head coach who you know is going to come through and, and revamp and, and rebuild, quote-unquote, this program. Even though, you know, in a quote-unquote rebuilding year, uh, not 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 bad at all there for the Pierce County Bears. Ware County making a transition to new schemes, still end up with a home playoff game there last week and uh, end up almost upsetting Stockbridge last night. And Wayne County, of course, undefeated in region play, able to win that region championship, uh, get in the second round. Don't have your starting quarterback, but still almost come away with a victory there at home. A lot to look forward to in this area, including next week with Charlton County. Huge win over Commerce last night. Liberty County, a big win over Westside Macon. Jenkins up in Savannah with a one-point win. Keeps on rolling. Uh, Benedictine up in Savannah as well. But right here in coastal Georgia, especially in Glen County, Glen Academy with a 34-26 victory over Heritage Conyers last night. They keep their season alive and just keep on rolling. They'll look forward to Harrison next week. When we come back, we'll chat with Rocky Hidalgo, the head coach of the Glen Academy Red Terrors, chat with him about that football game last night, how they were able to get it done and move on into the quarterfinals. That's when we come back on the High School Sports Roundup on ESPN Radio Coastal Georgia, the ESPN app, and ESPNCoastal.com. Hi, I'm Jane Vaden-Thatcher. Please join me in welcoming back General Manager Brandon Rogers to Vaden Nissan Hinesville. Jane, I'm happy to be back. So happy, I'm offering up to 12 grand off a new 2017 Nissan Titan. Wow, 12 grand off a new Nissan Titan and with America's best warranty, five years, 100,000 miles, limited bumper to bumper. Stop by Vaden Nissan Hinesville today. Plus tax and title, bin number HN518326, MSRP 55,239, ends 113017. 
facing the weight of the entire legal system, you need an aggressive and passionate attorney on your side. Call attorney Alan David Tucker, fighting for the rights of the injured and accused for more than 30 years. Personal injury, accidents, DUI and drug defense, serious felony misdemeanors and traffic violations. Alan David Tucker should be your first call. 912-267-7123. 9 St. Andrews Court, Brunswick. Or go to alantuckerattty.com. Alan David Tucker, fighting for the rights of the injured and accused. First impressions are so important, and nothing adds more beauty and curve appeal to your home and your neighborhood than professional landscaping. That's why so many rely on the team at Golden Isles Landscaping and Irrigation. Whether you're selling your home or your property's been in the family for generations, the pros at Golden Isles Landscaping and Irrigation will help you present your home as lush, well-loved, and well-maintained, and make that great first impression. Make the call, 617-4488. That's 617-4488. Golden Isles Landscaping and Irrigation. I'll never forget, never forget that moment as long as, I as live. long as I live. My first call ever as a member of the National Guard. When we got to the armory, they briefed us on the wildfires. They were getting dangerously close to homes. Helicopters were going out to drop water on the fires. Guys in the unit were preparing for firefighting with local fire crews. At that moment, I got my first taste of just how important the Guard is to my community. See how the Guard can be an important part of your life at NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Georgia National Guard. Aired by the Georgia Association of Broadcasters in this station. We wake to fair skies on this Saturday morning. Temperatures are in the upper 40s. With sunshine around, we've got a little bit of a warm-up. Highs today will be moving into the mid-70s, and we bring in a slight chance of a shower overnight. For some of us, that slight chance of a shower runs into our Sunday morning. But by Sunday afternoon, we're sunny, cooler, highs in the mid-60s. Monday, sunshine, highs in the low to mid-60s. I'm Georgia meteorologist Laura Huckabee in the GNN Weather Center. The 2017 Chevy Closeout is on at Neesmith Chevrolet. And they're going fast with special closeout pricing on the most popular Chevy cars, trucks, and crossovers. Names like Silverado, Equinox, Cruise, Malibu, Fuse, and more. We're talking the best deals of the year on Chevy's hottest rides. So go see Lee and find new roads at Neesmith Chevrolet. 1910 East Cherry Street, Jessup, Georgia. Some restrictions apply, plus dealer processing fees. See dealer for details. School Sports Roundup on ESPN. Now back to PJ Zuko and Kevin Price. And welcome back. High School Sports Roundup on ESPN Radio Coastal Georgia. PJ Zuko here with you this morning. Kevin Price has the week off, but some big wins by our Coastal Georgia area teams last night. Let's go through the roundup before we get to our next guest. Glen Academy defeats Heritage out of Conyers 34-26 last night. Pierce County falls to Peach County 34-14. Stockbridge over Ware County 10-7. Jones County defeats Wayne County 26-21. It was Charlton over Commerce and a big away victory 45-14. And Liberty County defeats Westside, making 21 to nothing. But uh, in Glen County, in Glen County Stadium, the Glen Academy Red Terrors defeats uh, Heritage Conyers. 34-26, to 26, another big victory for the Red Terrors to move them into the quarterfinals here next week. And joining us now to chat about that football game and, and also next week's football game as well, Rocky Hidalgo, the head coach of the Glen Academy Red Terrors. Coach Hidalgo, how are you doing this morning? My man, I'm still playing ball, so I'm okay. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, Coach, and uh, looking forward to to some more football coming up next week because uh, of that big win there last night. Uh, but, Coach, exactly that home playoff game, once again, great atmosphere, and you guys welcome in Heritage Conyers, a, a good 
offensive attack team and defense slows them down just enough. Offense obviously shows up and able to get that big 34-26 to 26 victory and move on into the quarterfinals. Yeah, you know, it wasn't pretty. We, we, we tried to uh, shoot ourselves in the foot repeatedly, and, and uh, but our kids played really hard. We played with a lot of energy. We just, you know, we, we had, you know, had some quarterback center exchanges. We got to flush the issues that, uh, that we had, the problems we had, and fix them and move forward. Right, for sure, Coach. And you talk about that quarterback center exchange, but once once Randon Jernigan, once Randon Jernigan was able to get the ball in his hands, was was able to do good things again. One hundred and twenty plus uh, yards on the ground, two touchdowns on the ground as well. Him in that running game once again shows up really big. Yeah, you know, um, I think our kids up front played really well. We distributed the ball well. Uh, I think our coaches came up with a really good game plan. We kind of didn't know where they were going to line up defensively and. We know Huddle stood on the line of scrimmage and, and uh, you know, kind of ran it where we wanted to. Uh, you know, our, our coaches did a good job preparing our kids for that. For sure. We're talking to Rocky Hidalgo here as Glen Academy gets a big 34-26 to victory over Heritage Conyers in the second round and move on to the quarterfinals. And, uh, Coach, I know uh, probably, uh, you know, more, more points and uh, more yards than you would have liked to allow, but still against a, a good passing attack, you guys slow down that passing attack there last night and the defense is able to come up in, in big situations. Yeah, you know, I mean, they've got a really good football team. They're offensively, their skill players are very good. Their quarterback, I felt, was the best quarterback we have played against all year long. He's a lot of fun to coach against and watch on tape. Um, you know, they're they're really good on offense. I mean, I really, I think defensively played pretty well. They're one of their touchdown drives. They had you know two two penalties that that allowed them to kind of get down there to score. Um, you know, we we slipped on the slant route and gave them a big play and. We were misaligned on their third touchdown right there, their last touchdown, and and uh, I actually called timeout about two seconds before they snapped the ball. The official didn't get a whistle in his mouth in time, and and then blow it dead. So it was one of those things where it was kind of freaky night all the way around. I you know I don't expect us to play another night like that. So I'm glad we got about our system in, in a game that we won. For sure, and uh, it, able to get that victory there and, and move on, survive and advance. And, Coach, I think you mentioned it there, that, that big play, they score a 98-yard uh, touchdown reception there. Was, a, was, was that, I believe, the, the slip on the slant play that they were able to, to, to complete there and obviously able to uh, go in and, and score that touchdown on that big play? Yeah, you know, that's it. Our, you know, we slipped down right there, and it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Right, for sure, Coach, and the defense plays well for, for most of the game, as you mentioned and alluded to uh, there for the rest of the game. Talking to Rocky Hidalgo, the head coach of the Glen Academy Red Terrors. Our Red Terrors move on with a victory over Heritage Conyers last night, 34-26. And, Coach, we've talked many a time before about uh, having the winning mentality and being aggressive in big games, and you guys have a little fun once again and have a huge play from your running back in which Kane Cruz was able uh, to, to hit – um, Contavious Bostic on a huge touchdown pass. And talk about that trick play and also just your your mentality of, like you said, having fun in big games and being aggressive in big games as well. Well, we don't really call them trick plays. They're just plays, and it's plays just like any other play in our playbook. You know, we work on them every week. We expect to run them every week, and, you know, we our kids do a great job of executing them. So, I mean, a lot of people call them trick plays. For us, you know, we just they're 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 gigam plays. We just you know it's just things that we work on every week. It's part of the playbook, and obviously very effective there as well. And King Cruz with with a with a nice pass there for a seventy nine yard touchdown. And a coach, we've been talking about it and alluding to it all year. Defense coming up in big situations. One of those guys 
Hunter Hall, that interception to, to seal it late there. Talk about what he was able to do on that play, but but all night as well at that middle linebacker position. Yeah, you know, Hunter's a really good player. That was a huge play for us. Um, I mean, that sealed the game for us. And, you know, we had dropped a couple of uh, balls that we had in our hands earlier in the game, and, and they threw it in some tight coverage a couple times. I felt like we had a chance to get some picks, and we just didn't kind of make those plays. But, um, you know, anytime you get a, a play like that to seal the game, I mean, we'll, we'll take it. Talking Rocky Hidalgo here is uh, the Glen Academy, Glen Academy Red Terrors defeat Heritage Conyers last night, 34-26. And, Coach, three phases of the ball game. Obviously, your special teams has some really good plays there last night, some some big field goals, also able to have some big returns, but also that, that bad snap uh, as well to give Heritage one of their touchdowns. So kind of the good and the bad there for the special teams last night as well. Well, you know, the, the bad snap was on offense. That was not a defensive um play and so it's or excuse me a special teams play overall our special teams played really well missed the field goal right before the half um you know wish we could have that one back but you know we've, we've done a good job with our special teams coach here paul does a good job getting those guys prepared to play and you know, for most part it was another good night for sure and uh two really big field goals there to finish off the game for for jack Pelesny and uh able to kind of seal it there and put put you guys up by eight within one possession and end up winning that one 34 to 26 well coach uh finally as we look forward to next week obviously a lot of people know who's coming into town with with justin fields and uh harrison coming up next week have you had a chance to look at them at all or, or uh, be able to look forward to what you have coming in you know the um They've got a really good football team. I know Coach Dickman from Cobb County, and he's a very good coach. He's got a very good staff there. Their kids play really hard. Uh, it's one thing that you notice them. They're, they're, they're well coached. They're always in the right spot. You know, the Fields kid broke his finger about three weeks ago and hasn't played since. I, you know, I don't know if he's planning on playing against us or not. Can't worry about those things. We've just got to prepare to play the game. But, you know, it'll be a good game. Those guys don't make mistakes, and they don't beat themselves. For sure, and any way you look at it, Glen Academy football preparing for another big high school football game uh, on Thanksgiving week in the quarterfinals here in the GHSA State Playoffs, and really looking forward to that. Coach, I really appreciate it. Rocky Hidalgo, head coach of the Glen Academy Red Terrors, our guest here on the High School Sports Roundup uh, following that victory. Uh, coach, congratulations on obviously surviving in advances and uh, advancing, and best of luck as you guys look forward to Harrison coming up ne- next week. Thank you. Rocky Adalgo, head coach of Glen Academy Red Terrors, our guest here on the High School Sports Roundup. So another big win, uh, another you know big moments for the Glen Academy Red Terrors, solid moments, uh, really good moments for for the offense and and defense as well, and some bad ones as well. As he as he mentioned, um, a little bit of inconsistency there, and some some bad snaps, some bad uh, quarterback center exchange there for the Glen Academy Red Terrors. Also, some lapses uh, there in in the defensive passing games, uh, being misaligned there on on one touchdown, and then obviously the just the slip on that big ninety eight yard touchdown pass. And you know, as he as he mentioned, those things are just going to happen from time to time. But either way. If you have these football games, you just want to be able to get out of them with a victory. Glen Academy was able to do that, 34-26, and you move on. It's a phrase. It might be overused. I might say it a lot, but survive in advance is is the key to making it to the Dome, making it to the, the Mercedes-Benz uh, uh, Dome coming up here in a couple weeks. So, I mean, that that's the key to this whole thing. It doesn't matter if you win by one point or if you win by 50 points. You're moving on to the next round. Glenn Academy didn't have the perfect night, 
by any means there last night, but made enough really big plays on offense, defense, special teams to be able to get the victory. And at the end of the day, that, that that's what you want. That's that's what you can ask for here uh, as we move on and uh, as we move on as well. Every game you win, the next game is going to be tougher. So really looking forward to a Glen Academy hosting another playoff game come next week in Glen County Stadium on Thanksgiving week. And uh, like, like Sean Smoke said, like we just said with Rocky Hidalgo, anytime you're practicing and playing on Thanksgiving week, you know that uh, you've had a really good year and you know that you're looking forward to hopefully uh, some, some more big games in the coming weeks as well. We'll see if uh, Glen Academy can get that done coming up here on Friday night. But uh, one, one team whose yes season is over, but I think had a really fantastic season uh, in a, in a quote unquote rebuilding year. That's Pierce County. They fall to Peach County, one of the best teams in the state in the three, a classification there last night, 34 to 14 in a game where that final score is not indicative of, of how close it was. When we come back, we'll talk to the head coach of those Pierce County bears, Jason Strickland. He'll join us here on the high school sports roundup on ESPN radio coastal Georgia, the ESPN app. And of course, ESPN coastal.com. I'm Matt Cook with the Georgia News Network. A Democratic state representative is getting the ball rolling for the next General Assembly in January, introducing a bill that would outlaw bump stocks in Georgia. Representative Mary Margaret Oliver on what the device does. Uh, modify an, uh, a fairly standard weapon into an assault-type rapid-fire weapon that only sprays bullets. It is one of a number of modifications that can be made to a semi-automatic rifle to make it act like a full auto, and it seems to be the one getting media attention. Bump stocks became known to the general public following the Las Vegas shooting last month. Going to be a busy day at Hartsfield-Jackson Airport in Atlanta. A lot of folks taking the next week off, and for them today is getaway day. Officials at the airport say today, next Wednesday, and the Sunday after Thanksgiving, will be the busiest days during the holiday period, expecting around 3 million people to pass through. I'm Matt Cook, GNN News. This is the sound of a brand new outdoor grill being hurled off a 20-story building. Now a stylish glass coffee table. An electric guitar. These are the things you could enjoy all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Visit energysavers.gov and get tips on how to save energy and money. Then do things like switch to Energy Star light bulbs or Energy Star appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. So this doesn't happen to the recliner you've had your eye on, or this to the treadmill on your wish list or this to the shiny new bike your kid's been asking for. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the... With all the financial headlines, are you wondering if your retirement savings will last? The market's ups and downs can keep you guessing, especially if you're approaching retirement or considering it. Hi, I'm your Glen County Edward Jones Financial Advisor. If you have more questions than answers about what's next, let's work together to help ensure you're prepared for your journey. After all, retirement isn't the end of the trek, it's a new beginning. Stop by our office at 219 Edwards Plaza, St. Simons Island. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. 
B&J Steaks and Seafood is, of course, your home for the best fried shrimp in coastal Georgia. That's never going to change. But now, B&J's has teamed up with Uncle Jesse's, who took home the big prizes at the Brunswick Stubilee, to bring you the best barbecue buffet around. Barbecue at B&J's? You betcha. Just the way we like it down here. BJ Bennett here for B&J's Steaks and Seafood in downtown Darien, now with a Tuesday night barbecue buffet. B&J's Steaks and Seafood. Call 437-2122. When you're facing the weight of the entire legal system, you need an aggressive and passionate attorney on your side. Call attorney Alan David Tucker, fighting for the rights of the injured and accused for more than 30 years. Personal injury, accidents, DUI and drug defense, serious felony misdemeanors and traffic violations. Alan David Tucker should be your first call. 912-267-7123. 9 St. Andrews Court, Brunswick. Or go to alantuckerattty.com. Alan David Tucker, fighting for the rights of the injured and accused. The 2017 Chevy Closeout is on at Neesmith Chevrolet, and they're going fast with special closeout pricing on the most popular Chevy cars, trucks, and crossovers. Names like Silverado, Equinox, Cruise, Malibu, Fuse, and more. We're talking the best deals of the year on Chevy's hottest rides. So go see Lee and find new roads at Neesmith Chevrolet, 1910 East Cherry Street, Jessup, Georgia. Some restrictions apply, plus dealer processing fees, see dealer for details. Here's PJ and Kevin on the High School Sports Roundup on ESPN Radio. And welcome back. High School Sports Roundup. Uh, PJ Zuko back here with you on ESPN Radio Coastal Georgia. Kevin Price has the week off here. So we'll go through the High School Sports Roundup one more time, uh, efforting uh, Jason Strickland, not not able to get in touch with him here. Had a road game there against Peach County last night, so uh, could could still be uh, trying to catch up on, on some sleep there. Or, um, who you know, look, looking forward to uh, the off season with with his team and maybe having a team some, something like that. So uh, either way, we'll keep on going here on the high school sports roundup and go through the roundup one more time. Here's Glen Academy defeats Heritage Conyers at home last night, 34 to 26. Peach County defeats Pierce County 34 to 14. Uh, that, that game a lot closer than that pretty much the whole way through. Um, uh, Pierce County within one possession, I believe they're late in that ball game. And then uh, Peach County able to pull away uh, there very late in the fourth quarter. Stockbridge kind of does the same thing to Ware County. Is, uh, Ware County holds a 7 to nothing lead there in the third quarter. Stockbridge able to score 10 points in that fourth quarter and really control um, the second half as well with that option ball control offense and Stockbridge wins that one 10 to 7. Jones County defeats Wayne County 26 to 21 last night. Kind of in the same same situation. Wayne County backup quarterback there in the ball game. Uh, they they have a 14 to 6 lead in the second half. Jones County has a huge uh, 20 point second half there. Takes a 26 to 14 lead. Wayne County mounts a comeback, uh, gets down 26 to 21 after scoring a touchdown. Goes for the onside kick, does not go their way. Jones County is able to run out the clock. Charlton County absolutely rolls at Commerce, 45 to 14 there. So Charlton County continues their fantastic season. 
Uh, Liberty County defeats Westside Macon 21 to nothing. Jenkins defeats Cook 35 to 34 in a one-point ball game there. And Scriven County over Toombs County there last night as well, 34 to 20. So some big wins there for Glen Academy, Charlton County, and Liberty County. Screven and Jenkins as well, a little bit outside of our coverage area, but still some Southeast Georgia teams getting it done and moving forward. Talking about moving forward. Some big games next week as uh, all teams on the bottom of each bracket will host playoff games. That includes Glenn Academy as they will host Harrison coming up on Friday night. Obviously, as Coach Hidalgo mentioned, um, you know, uh, Justin Fields had an injury there with a broken finger a few weeks ago. I uh, don't believe he's played since, but... Maybe maybe looking for a comeback, maybe eyeing a comeback here moving forward. We'll see if that happens. Either way, Harrison, a very talented football team, and if they are playing with Justin, without Justin Fields right now, still able to beat Winder Barrow uh, last night, 45-17. Uh, so a big win there for Harrison, and they'll travel down to Glen County Stadium on Friday night to take on Glen Academy. As we look at the rest of the bracket here in the 6A classification in the GHSA, Alatuna still alive on the left side. Alatuna will be traveling to Tucker uh, there next week. And also on the left side, how about Coffee County with a huge 55-20 to victory over Evans last night. They move on and will travel to Alpharetta coming up here next week. And then on Glen Academy side of the bracket, on the uh, top of that bracket there, uh, Mays will travel to Lee County coming up next week. So um, some some huge high school football games coming up in the 6A bracket. If you're Glen Academy, obviously uh, can't look too far ahead. Got to take care of business against Harrison uh, coming up next Friday night. But uh, we look around at the other uh, slots here in the coastal Georgia area as well. Charlton County obviously beats uh, Commerce there 45-14 to last night and moves on. They will stay on the road as a 11 seed. They'll be probably road warriors the rest of the way unless... I know that they'll be road warriors the rest of the way, most likely, as Charlton County will travel to ECI. That's the three seed in that quadrant and in that bracket. So Charlton County at ECI next week, that should be a very good football game as both teams um, absolutely rolling right now. Liberty County gets the win last night, 21 to nothing over Westside Macon. Calhoun defeats Monroe area uh, 28 to 20. So Liberty County will host Calhoun come next Coming up uh, next Friday evening, Peach County, who just defeated Pierce County, will host Westminster. Westminster wins a crazy game over East Hall, 59-57. to So some insane high school football games here uh, around the southeast Georgia area and really all, all across Georgia for that matter. And uh, quite a few teams here in the southeast Georgia area that still have a chance to make it to that Mercedes-Benz uh, Stadium, Mercedes-Benz Dome. Glen Academy, one of those with a 34-26 to victory over Heritage out of Conyers. Uh, they move on and host Harrison next week. Uh, once again, Charlton County defeats Commerce 45-14 to last night. Liberty County defeats Westside Macon 21 to nothing last night. And still in this uh, southeast Georgia area, Jenkins over Cook, 35-34. Scriven County over Toombs County, 34-220. So still quite a few teams uh, out of southeast Georgia in competition here and, and practicing on Thanksgiving Day. So you always uh, want to look forward to that. Glen Academy, one of those teams, Pierce County, Ware County, Wayne County, all fall last night in heartbreaking fashion and some heartbreaking games, but no reason to hang their heads at all is uh, each team I think had a fantastic season no there's no per participation trophies and I'm not trying to give out moral victories but I am a big believer 
in momentum track going into the offseason. I think all three of those teams have that and have a lot to look forward to next year. But one team, a lot to look forward to next week. Glen Academy hosting Harrison. That means we'll be back here with you on the High School Sports Roundup next week as well. From 9 to 10 a.m., we will go as far as they go here on the show. And then also we'll we'll look forward to uh, the, the rest of the sports in the sports uh, seasons as well. But for Kevin Price, hopefully he'll be back uh, here next week. Looking forward to that. I am PJ Zuko. Hope you have a fantastic weekend. Enjoy some college and NFL football. Uh, stay safe out there, and God bless. Have a good weekend, guys.